Life Audio. It's such a privilege to be able to read or hear the Word of God in our own language. I'm grateful for the Bible translators who have taken the time to carefully translate God's Word from the original Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek into English and so many other languages. It's hard to imagine what life would be like and what it would be like to go through life without access to the Word of God. In just a few moments, We'll be reading God's Word together and praying through the content the Lord reveals to us in it. But before we do that, let's pause for a very quick message from the sponsors of today's episode. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You're listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor John. I'm John Stonge. And today's devotion is inspired by Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 2, which says, And the king said to me, Why is your face sad, seeing you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of the heart. Then I was very much afraid. In this moment, the most powerful man on earth asked Nehemiah to share from his heart. He wanted to know what was troubling him. We're told that this experience prompted fear in Nehemiah's heart. But he answered the king anyway, and he explained to the king that the city of his forefathers was in ruins, with gates that had been destroyed by fire. The book of Nehemiah makes it clear that he had a heart for what mattered to the Lord. It's also clear that Nehemiah was a man of faith, prayer, and action. But we're also given a very human or down-to-earth kind of glimpse of Nehemiah. In his own words, he says that he was very much afraid. What do you think about this? Can a person be both fearful and faithful? It's clear from Scripture that the Lord is pleased by faith. So what place can fear play in the life of a believer in Jesus Christ? Does it make you less of a believer if you experience fear? Was Nehemiah spiritually weak because he wrestled with fear? The truth is that, in many cases, the presence of fear may be evidence of our faith being put to use. We're stepping into unfamiliar territory. We're fighting our natural instincts. 
We're placing ourselves in a spot that causes us to be stretched beyond what we've been accustomed to. If you're listening to God's voice and taking steps of faith as He nudges you, the momentary presence of fear might actually be a form of confirmation that you aren't shrinking from the mission He has given you to complete. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the privilege that it is to be able to read this portion of Scripture together today from the book of Nehemiah. And Lord, as we look at this portion of your word, we could see that Nehemiah was afraid, he was also sad, he was really wrestling with a variety of emotions. And Father, sometimes it seems like we downplay the presence of emotion in our lives, or sometimes we think of our emotions as a sign that maybe our faith isn't as strong as it needs to be. But when we look at Nehemiah's life and when we look at his testimony, we could see that his faith in you was strong, it was genuine, he trusted you completely, and he was looking forward to the things that you were about to do in his life and in the lives of those he cared about. Lord, it's very clear when we look at your word that you are pleased by faith. And we recognize that the gift of salvation is only received by those who accept it by faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. So, Lord, when you stretch us and when you allow us to experience new things, things that are unfamiliar to us, things that are the result of us actually exercising our faith, we pray that you'd help us to put our fear in the proper place. We pray that we would admit it to you, but that we would still press forward even in the midst of it, and that we would give you time and give you the opportunity to stretch our faith and to make it strong and to help us to realize that we don't need to go through life consumed by fear or paralyzed by fear. Our momentary fears can be submitted over to your Lordship and we can rely on the strength that you've given to us as we trust you by faith to press on, regardless of the state of our emotions in any particular context. Thank you, Lord, for these examples. Thank you for this reminder from your word. And thank you for the power that you give to us to follow you, even in the midst of moments when we feel like our faith is being stretched. We appreciate all of these things, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God kept calling my heart. Like, I just knew he was my safe place. I hope people don't walk away going, wow, you're really awesome. More than like, wow, Jesus is really interesting. And he's really awesome. Everybody on this planet is dealing with some sort of what if. How does that one courageous decision affect the whole world? A ship in harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. If you were encouraged by what you just heard, please search Trevor Talks on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com.